welcome to another episode of Borderline Texas Trash. I'm your co-host, Ash Handy. And I'm your host, baby. The host with the most, the mouth of the south. Too sweet to be sour. Uncle Boo, baby. Coming at you live from the podcasting world in Minnewells, Texas. From the Bada Bing Studios, baby. It's Borderline Texas Trash. With your two friendly fuckers. Ash Handy. And Uncle Boo. Boo. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> you don't remember that movie? Which one? Jackie Chan movie. Who am I? No. Somehow he gets into a, a has a concussion or something and knocks him out for, I don't know, a year oh. or two. And he comes back and he don't remember his name or nothing. Then he, he does that. Who am I? You know, sometimes, like, that's really scared of me, and then I'm some, like, sometimes I'm like, how fucking cool would that be if I could just wake up and not remember anything that happened last year? Oh, God. <laughs> or just wake up and you're, like, in a different, you're still you, but you're in a different setting. You know? It'd be weird. I don't know. I just need... Well, hope you guys are having a crack-a-lacking week. We're having a crack-a-lacking week. <laughs> If people just stop interrupting memorial services for uh, police. Yeah. No matter what I do, I just continue to be the villain in everyone's stories. So. I will say this. If you have a kid going by someone's house and yelling, fuck you, that's not cool for you to allow that kid to do that. Just uh, saying. Everybody lets their kids run wild nowadays. I know. I mean, this is the same kid we're talking about sends videos of her drinking and she's 13. Yeah. But she does nothing wrong. What do you do on the weekends? Well, I'm 13 and I drink with my mom. Yeah. Wow. You know, my dad was an alcoholic, but that was one thing that he never... He made me drink a bottle of whiskey whenever I was 13 because I was talking about the kids at school partying. And yeah. he was like, oh, you want to party? Come on, let's you party. party. And it wasn't a party. He sat me down by myself and he made me drink the whole thing by myself. But, I, you know, I never drank throughout high school. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I just want to put that out there because, you know, some people would be like, well, her dad was an alcoholic. Yeah, but he wasn't one that partied with me. Yeah. Exactumundo, fuckers. <laughs> but anyway. Ash Handy just keeps having harassment problems, even though I'm just like an old hippie that yeah. is sick and spends all my time with my dogs and... Of course, every time I try to call and report it, somehow the story always gets twisted to, you know, I'm just calling the cops for no reason for fun. Yeah. I like to call the cops for fun. And what cracks me up is how people on Facebook now, and there's people that we know that are like this, they put out there on Facebook every day quotes of how they've changed and how that people's walked out of their life and they feel so much better uh, if you feel so much better, why do you got to report it every 30 fucking minutes? Yeah, it's one thing to make a post like that, like, you know, once a month or like once every couple months, just because you see it and you like it. Yes. But These everybody seems to be... people that do it every day. Yeah. And I'm, I've changed. What the fuck ever? You still want attention or you wouldn't be putting that on it's Facebook? It's all attention. Social media, for the most part, yes. is an attention problem anyways. And, and then it's, it's an easy place for you yes. to pretend to be something that you're not. And then it turns people into keyboard warriors. They like to talk shit behind their keyboard and they think they're oh, experts. My name has directly been mentioned multiple times over the last couple months and I won't respond to it because I'm better than that. So. Yeah. So... Keep posting shit because we won't reply. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say shit back to you. And that kills people. That right there, if you ever want to, if, if, if somebody's ever wanting to fight with you over uh, social media and they're sending you nasty text or nasty fake, don't respond. That pisses them I off more than anything. I know that it anything. is really hard, believe me. Like coming yeah. from somebody who has had my name slandered, I've been stole from, I've I lost all kinds of stuff this year. I have still yet to respond to any of the trash that's out there yeah. on social media. Because at the end of the day, you're winning, and they're not if somebody tries to provoke you or slander you, and you just keep quiet. Yeah. Because it's the loudest mouth in the room that has nothing to say. Exactly. So, man, let's be nicer. There's, there's today's wisdom. Yeah. There's your wisdom lesson for the week. And let's try to be nicer to each other, man. Uh, that's it's never going to happen. Easy. <clears throat> but... I do want to thank everybody for the... And see, here's here's what I like about our listeners. 
they're not my family, but they feel more like family because I've got family members that used to listen, but now since we're fighting, they don't listen. So they're not true family members. You guys that listen on a regular basis are well, my and some true. Well, the sad thing is some of your fans check on you more than family yeah, members have this whole year. Exactly. And I want to say thank you for those who do it. You know who you are, especially Miss Kim yeah, in Canada. Cool. <laughs> That's why I will tell you she Ashley always loves to see your response on Fridays or Saturdays. Yeah, I'm like, what did Kim have after to say listening today? to our show? She really like that one day when you I was talking about <laughs> the Queen and stuff. Yeah, and then that, that was probably one of the funniest. And then like responses. your first episode back, she texted today uh, after the episode dropped that Friday or Saturday and was like to Ashley, I'm glad Ash Andy, I'm glad she's back. That made her day. But it makes her day, guys. It just makes me feel awesome knowing that I live here in a little bitty old Mineral Wells. And I'm doing a live podcast from basically my son's slash podcast room. And there's people that actually like what I have to say. And it's awesome. So thank you and keep telling your friends about it. And keep downloading, my friends. But thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I guess we'll get on with some... uh, Stupido news, motherfucker. Wee wee. I wonder if that's really how they talk. I don't know. Somebody send us a message. Yeah. Our listeners over there, tell us if that's how the Italian people will Well, Willie. Will we? Do they (laughs) will we talk like that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me write down my time real quick. All right. Let's get on with some stupid news. I'm ready. Sorry, I'm hitting... Let me fix my mic cord so I'll quit hitting it. Sorry, guys. Okay, that should be better. Shouldn't be making any more noise. Okay. Stupid news. All right, we have... Doctors in Italy do brain surgery while the patient is awake and he's playing the fucking saxophone. So, not to compare this to Grey's Anatomy, because everyone knows that about half the shit on Grey's Anatomy is total bullshit. I've tried um, it. You can do some of that stuff. But I like being pushed to it, the limit like that. Some of it is true, <laughs> and sometimes whenever it comes to the brain stuff, they have to do your surgery awake so that they can figure out if they're fucking up. You know, yeah. the way that you talk. If you're a professional saxophone player and you don't want to stop playing saxophone yeah whatever was wrong with them i'm but, not saying it's true because i saw it on gray's anatomy but there were a few episodes on gray's yeah. anatomy but like that's when the guy had pictures and everything but what gets me is they have to numb something i mean they can crack your fucking head open yeah no you don't i mean not again trying not to compare it to like movies and shit but it's basically just like the scene do you remember the hannibal movie oh yes he doped him whatever up. he gave him then so he like took medically his brain yeah but oh. he was like awake whenever yeah. he cut that piece out and the guy was like mm, that smells delicious <laughs> like yes <laughs> so there is medical stuff oh, that okay. can make you it's like i don't i'm not gonna pretend to know what the fancy words are for it i just know that it exists i just thought that was weird the motherfucker was playing a sax just sitting there while his brain's getting operated i'm on. just glad that we can do stuff like that because i don't know why i'm comparing everything to movies and tv but i am watching that house of the dragon right now Oh, yeah. Um, and even though it's totally made up, the part about their medical care and stuff, the yeah. ministers and all that. So, like, you have to think before the medical field was the way it is now. Yeah. That is really how they experimented with it. You had the doctors and the maesters or whatever, and they would yeah. do whatever they saw fit. And they didn't have, like, local anesthesia and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, the first episode of the entire season that I watched one of the females was having a baby and the baby was breech and they had to do a C-section. Damn. But like, yeah, it's before there's medicine. So like you're a hundred percent awake while they are ah. cutting open your belly. Well, that's, it was the worst scene. I asked Steven, I can watch gory movies. I can watch, but for some reason that just went straight to, Oh my God. At one point in time, that was real. Yeah. At one point in time, if you had to cut a baby out of a woman's belly, That's they could not be asleep. It. Yeah. Well, think about it. Like in the Civil War, before they had anesthesia oh, and stuff. Oh, cutting their limbs off and shit? Yeah, they yeah. had to just get them drunk and uh, kill the pain with whiskey. Yeah. Ugh. God. I can't. I'm a tough person, but hell no. Yeah. 
Hell no. Hell to the no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Then we got an old pair of Levi's were found in an old mine, an old abandoned mine, and they were from the 1880s. That's kind of a weird place to put them. I know. Maybe it was two teenagers. But guess how much they sold for? $8,740. I'm not surprised. Yeah. They're making a comeback anyways, and they're already expensive brand new, so they're probably yes. selling the vintage Well, them, them vintage ones for the longest time have always been expensive. If you can find the, the ones Rockies. from the 50s, you the 60s. You talking about the Rockies? Yes. Yeah. I miss the Rockies. <laughs> Steven's like, I miss the way the See, girls See, back in the 90s, girls wore uh, these pants called Rockies. They were country, you know... I don't know what, uh, cowboy jeans or whatever, or cowgirl jeans, but they didn't have pockets on the butt, and they really made the butt look pretty good. Yeah, this was before you just straight up showed your pussy and ass everywhere. Yeah, now they just, hey, put the Back pockets. Back in the day, you would just wear really tight clothes to accentuate that area, yeah. but still have it covered to leave to the imagination. Yeah, nowadays And now they, when uh, I go to the store, your ass cheeks are hanging out next to me at the register that I'm checking out on. Yeah, and it's really, and it's, kind of hard for a man like me to shop uh because half of them are 12 <laughs> no not that part <laughs> no okay that sounded really bad yeah <laughs> i meant like for a grown-ass man but i've seen even grown women dress like that yeah. nowadays but Short, for a grown-ass shorts. man to me it would be gross to go in public and there would oh, be man. children there would One be thing children dressed that like really that. disturbs me is when i see the young girls wearing them really tight like volleyball pants out in public you know, them volleyball shorts, yes, they look I like know. fucking underwear. And it's, it's just, ah. Yeah, athletic wear has always been very small. Yeah, especially volleyball. My cheerleading outfits in junior high were very small, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like, my Nana didn't like me to wear them if I didn't have to, like, you know, don't go to the store. Or, yeah. And looking back now, I understand. Yeah. I was always like, I want to wear my cheerleading outfit. Everywhere. Why can't I? Nana's like, because it's slutty. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say that, but it yeah. was. It was slutty. In South Carolina, a man says witches told him to throw his dog over the bridge. Oh, well, that's kind of fucked up. Thank goodness the dog didn't die because he at? was in a Carolina, South Carolina. Huh. And... He was throwing them in water so he didn't die. Okay, but the, good. The, just think of the emotional toehold that poor dog went through. Yeet. <laughs> yeah. Like, See you later, bitch. Especially if it was a dog like my dogs, where they think that I'm like their whole life. Yeah. And then I'm just like, all right, goodbye forever. While I do believe that witches are real and they can make you do stuff, I also. I'm just obsessed with dogs, and so I don't care if a witch told me to drown my dogs. I wouldn't do it. No, I'd tell her to piss off. I'd say, piss off, witch. Piss off, yo, beggar bitch. <laughs> yeah, take that, beggar bitch. I think witchcraft is cool whenever you're, <coughs> whenever you're like the cool yeah. just hippie witch. I've but got, when you I've use got it friends. for evil is yeah. wrong. I've got friends that... Are into the whole Wiccan religion, and I think it's really cool. Um, I just like he said, I don't think it's cool whenever you're doing it for evil. Yeah, although sometimes I wish I could do it for evil. <laughs> I have way too many people that I would have to curse. <laughs> I've always wanted to see if that was true with the voodoo doll shit. If you could actually well, do yeah, that. Well, yeah, that's getting into like the Louisiana type witchcraft, but. I have, to call, I have to call, talk to Uncle Dicky about that. Get him yeah. to send me a voodoo doll of someone I, you know, really like. I don't know if I'd want to do the voodoo doll so much as just some kind of like f funny curse. Like, I don't want to curse you to a Sorry. slow death or <laughs> to, you know, I would curse you to have like never ending extreme farts out in public all the time or some stupid shit like that. Always shit your pants when you go outside. <laughs> that would be funny. Or you can never walk into any kind of, um, I don't care if it's Walmart, Boot Barn, whatever, without shitting yourself. That would be even funnier. <laughs> see, my and curses that... would be stupid. <laughs> or you could get the voodoo doll, and when you see them in Walmart, you could get the voodoo doll's hand and, like, smack something, and then they would smack. 
Because they're doing whatever the voodoo doll does. Or just make their hand go straight in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Start digging at their self. What? I can't stop. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> what we got next? Oh, a Florida woman. Florida never fails. Florida or California. I love Florida. There's always somebody. Is it? Does it involve an alligator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for sure. Let's see. Oh, you'll love this. A Florida woman is accused of stabbing her sister for flirting with her boyfriend. Yeah. Well, that's away from the normal Florida crazy. Usually it's funny, but that's just... uh. Yeah, that's straight up fucking gangsta shit. That's crazy. You looking at my boyfriend, sis? I don't know why people get like that. I know, that's stupid and childish. I mean, because... I'm well, sorry. one, it's in human nature for everybody to converse. Like, especially yeah. if you're not related, it's going to happen. Now, yeah. unless you were just being completely over the top, disrespectful, whatever, it'd be stupid for you to think or want your partner, especially if you're going to be in it for the long haul, to never partake in a conversation with the opposite sex again. Yeah, like, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's just how you go about it. Yeah. And unfortunately, nowadays, they consider everything flirting. Yes, everything. You know, if I giggle a little bit while I'm talking to a man that is not my boyfriend, I'm a whore. Ooh, she likes me. She giggled. <laughs> oh, God. So does that mean all these girls that's laughed on here likes me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> According to today's crazy standards. You yeah. guys like me. You're stuck with me you now. You want to marry me. <laughs> you want to love me. You're stuck with me now. The minute you hit that subscribe button, you're hooked. It's on. Yeah. And our last one is an Idaho man breaks the record for the most candles in his mouth at one time. Had 150 of them lit. I just don't understand. I guess everybody has to have something to do. But do you realize as far as, like, if you were to Google the list of record-breaking It's stuff, weird. The shit people and it's do. it's never-ending. It would take us, like, five podcasts. <laughs> five podcasts. It would take us like five podcasts at least to yes. go over everything in the entire world that we've ever done record breaking over, and it probably still wouldn't even cover. Everything. Well, God, look when COVID happened. Look how many guys were doing Guinness records in their fucking house. So you know what's funny? We were talking about the COVID has been the worst one, but somebody the other day was talking about how you know we had COVID, but then there was like the um, before COVID. What was the other one? Fuck, I don't remember. But how, like, every couple years, they get some kind of scare going. Yeah. And then it's like a... We do make it a joke. I know COVID's not a joke, but in general, as people, we can't help but make it a joke. Yeah. So, I'm looking on my Facebook memories today, and it was like nine years ago. I went... I was living in Oklahoma, and I went to San Antonio for a trip. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. guess it was at the time that the Ebola thing was going oh, on. Oh, that's right. So, I checked in to the hotel that I was at in San Antonio, and I was like, ooh vacation and there were all these people it, it was jokes obviously but there was all these people it totally just fucked with my mind because i was like man that's crazy i'm old enough to have seen that happen more than once like yeah. I, I lived through covid the ebola and then there was another one in there somewhere too but um everybody's just commenting on there oh you're gonna come back with ebola Ooh, ebola some people would just comment ebola in all caps <laughs> but i was like and it's just like the covid thing yeah i was like that is so crazy and what's so funny how <clears throat> Biden was pushing everybody to get them shots, and people that have not had the shots, they're not dying. They might get COVID, but they're not dying. You know, it's they're not done doing all the research, that, but it's kind of like a double-edged sword. From what I hear, the people who, not everyone, because I still have friends that got vaccinated, and they're perfectly fine. Yeah. For now, but... You have all the vaccine injuries going on and all this other shit, but it's a double-edged sword because you have people like me who I don't have any regrets on not getting the vaccine. Me neither. But you have people like me who didn't get the vaccine, but I am permanently maimed from COVID, but getting the vaccine wouldn't have protected me and it wouldn't have helped me in any way. Yeah. So it's like we're kind of screwed if we do and kind of screwed if you don't. You're just picking your chances on. Well, it's just like when the government came out and said, take these shots, take them, take them. They rushed the testing, didn't know nothing about them, and now they say, if you get the shot, it probably won't help, but get it anyway. Yeah, but a year ago, they were literally giving away like free beer and shit. with. Vaccines. Oh, God, just to make you take it. People I've were never taking seen it like that sheep. in my lifetime. 
You know, and I mean, I'm not this big conspiracy dude, but come I on, am. man. I mean, I'm crazy with all my conspiracies. I like my conspiracies, but there's some I don't believe in. But I just like to talk about them. Yes. I like to explore all of them. Just because I talk about one doesn't mean that I think yes. it's true. But I'm a person that likes to, I just like to know about things. So exactly. That's I want to know about all the conspiracies, too. Exactly. Because, I mean, the propaganda is so bad nowadays, you know. I just think everybody's going crazy. Yeah. I think that it's easy to do when you have all the outlets of social media and shit like we have. And it's funny how people are realizing Joe Biden's really not that bright upstairs. He's truly embarrassing. And he's still a racist piece of shit. I don't care what anybody says. He don't like blacks and he don't like gays, which was the main people that voted for him. Yeah. He used y'all. He used you suckers. But anyways, that was our news brought to us by Security And I Finance. didn't mean that in a rude way either, the blacks thing, but whenever the voter people are the ones talking about it, that's how they divide us up now. Yeah. Blacks, whites, gays, and have you LGBTQ, noticed? Have whatever. you noticed how much uh, shit Keon West has been coming under for coming out and saying the Black Lives Matters is just a big scam? Well, because he got with Candace Owens, and Candace Owens is one of the most... Yeah, she women. made that documentary. Yeah, she's she's wonderful. She's very I love her, smart, but very she's one of those people that has talked too much. So a lot of people don't like her. Yes, and they're not happy that Kanye, who was married to one of the most influential women in the entire world, who everybody still like Kanye and her, and her were married for so long that like he's still going to be somebody that everybody yeah. follows. He was already important before they got yeah. together, as far as like this kind of stuff. Um, but everybody's mad that such an influential mind got yeah. behind somebody like her instead of everybody else exactly there's him and another guy him and another guy i can't remember another black guy they were just like the black lives matters is just a scam and it is have you noticed some of them people that are high ranking in there are buying mansions and shit that's where all your uh, money's going yeah because going. you didn't take and put any of that money into your community just like exactly. the government does to us every day exactly you literally just started your own subgroup of a government group for blacks only so you could just screw over black people and like, that's fucked up you're screwing over the people you're trying to fight for you which know. is why we should all fight for each other. That's what I've always <laughs> said on this podcast. And I she's love like everybody. Me. I don't, you know, I we, have a baby with the Indian man. Not that that means, oh, I beat racism. I don't mean it like which that. Which kind of Indian are we talking about? <laughs> How are the other kind of Indian? Cherokee Apache. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't give a shit what me color neither. you are. Or if you think you're a wolf or if you like dudes. I don't We don't care. care. I just want everybody to put their fucking differences aside and it's all get together until the government. Look, if you watch, fuck you. If you watch Game of Thrones, this is what it's the perfect thing. It reminds me of it. If you watch Game of Thrones, then you would know that like the last <laughs> three seasons. Okay, so it's people basically the same thing fighting over politics for like six seasons, and then they realize. And I I consider the government is like nope in symbolism. Sorry, guys. In symbolism, symbolism. The say that three times fast. Symbolism, say symbolism, it, symbolism. Say it. <laughs> I consider, so they're fighting over the throne or whatever, and it's really strictly just politics for like six seasons. Yeah. And then they figure out, I don't know why it's always zombies, but I'm I'm going to compare what we're going through with the world and the government and everything else right now to zombies. Um, and then they realize that there's zombies, and there's a zombie king, and he can make as many zombies as he wants. And everybody's like, oh, shit, okay. We're all going to get murdered, so we all have to come together. So instead of if instead of like now today, where it's LGBTQ against Black against yeah. Black against whatever, it's like wildlings against Northerners against Southerners against um, Dothraki, like yeah. all these different kind of races of people. And it's the same thing. They're trying to tell them, like, look, I don't give a shit if you haven't liked you for a hundred years just because you're this color and you like to fuck out in the wild yeah. and don't live in houses, like. We are all going to die if we don't come together and fight the fight that's the most important. That's what I wish America would do. And, and, I, and I literally laughed whenever yes. I was watching it again because it's been years since I watched it and we just rewatched it. And I was like, in symbol, like sim symbolically speaking, that's literally what's happening. And they're winning because we're all divided. Exactly. They got their fucking wish. If we could stop being divided, put our differences aside, and use our voice, because that's what they don't want. They don't want us getting together and thinking. Because the government likes to make decisions for us. 
So wherever you live, whether it's America, Canada, Mexico, you have a voice, man. You know, and it's like I said, if you want to start a movement, we need to start in our communities. Anyways, start with our communities first first, and then go to state and then go to the government. Plus, I get that it's scary. We're also, I don't care what anyone says and I'm. I don't know why I'm comparing everything to movies today. Maybe because it's all I've been doing lately. Good thing she didn't watch porn. God. <laughs> Dirk Diggler. Well, there was it's porn I watched that remind me of this situation today. No. The Milkman. <laughs> but I get that it's also scary, too. Because yeah. Because we're getting, we're starting to get into, like, it's going to be like some Hunger Games shit. Like, if you're standing up, but you're not standing up on the side that you're supposed to be on. Yeah. It's not going to be good for you. Because we all know that they can make you suicide yourself. You can disappear. Yes. I mean, I'm not trying to point fingers, but look at Hillary Clinton. Anybody that's ever done anything, you know, illegal with her has died. Ain't that a quinky dinker? And everyone's still like, no, not related. (laughs) You know, and I'm sorry, people. It's like I've said, I know people get pissed off about the jackass kneeling in football. But what we need to focus our focus on is Hollywood. I can tolerate a guy kneeling for the flag. I was about I to can't say, tolerate a goddamn pedophile who fucks kids. I was about to say, guess what? This is what people get agitated with me. I get that you're upset about the flag thing. And if you want to be upset, that's your right. But guess what? We have had people die in the freaking hundreds of thousands over... However many years, I mean, our country's still fairly Yeah. Deep. To give you the fucking shit right for you to put your ass on that flag and feel like you want to say this isn't fair. Like, yeah. that's what people die for is so that exactly. should you respect it and not stomp on it and remember that people died for you to be able to but do that. But not only that, yeah. if people would put their same energy in the hate that they have for the NFL players at Neil towards Hollywood and quit watching the fucking movies. Every time you buy a ticket, every time you buy a DVD, anytime you do any, you're helping the fucking pedophiles. And I don't, um, I don't and really it's go a to the sick net. Anymore, but you know, it's just like Jimmy Kimmel. He's a fucking big dickhead too. Anyways, I don't know how we got onto this, it's okay. but I'm just very passionate about people not liking Hollywood. Fuck them. Now, there are some guys in there that are good. I'm not going to lie. But there's some guys that are just sick fucking well, pedophiles. It's, yeah, it's just like with anything. All right, guys. We are done with the news. That was brought to us by Security Finance. Go talk to our girl, Carrie. Tell them Ash Handy and Uncle Boo sent you from Borderline. Well, we're going to go see what Uncle Dickie's doing. What do you say? baby. It's that mouth of the south, too sweet to be sour. The man of the hour, the man of steel, baby. It's your friend and mine, Uncle Dickie, coming to you live from the Louisiana Bullfield Plateau. Sure, baby. Ooh, living full effect down here in the Baton Rouge country. Mmm, it's going good, though, guys. I'm glad everybody's here today. So, sorry if I, I... I've been away for a while. I just I've had some stuff to do and catch up on stuff since that Shandy came back. I, I I I got caught up on some stuff, but I'm back for a good little chunk of change right here, baby. But my good old LFU Tigers are doing good. The phone too. Me and the family's doing good. Everybody's uh in the in the school school schedule and everything's back to fall and it's just it's just awesome down here, baby. We uh. We're getting ready for the, after the fall, the winter, it gets kind of slow around here. But we still got some of the barges and shrimp and boats and stuff that goes out to get the fuel. Because so, we, got, we got that little stall, like I said. But yeah, dudes, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. How's everybody doing out there? I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast. I want to say Thank you very much, Devs, for listening to this and listening to my cousin, man. He's a good old fella. Uh, he, he, his longhorns are doing pretty good, but in a couple of years, cuz, we be going to be beating that Bevo ass. <laughs> but anyways, I hope everybody's been doing good. I've been doing good. Since, uh, 
since I've been gone uh, for a while, and since it's Halloween, I'm going to tell some uh, Halloween stories, uh, like uh, legends and stuff around Louisiana, guys. So sit back, relax now. Don't get too scared about this Louisiana legend. <laughs> okay, we're going to start out with the uh, tunnels, uh, the tunnels under LSU. Now, if you live in, live in Louisiana, you know about the tunnels under LSU. There's just so much uh, gossip about them tunnels. You really don't know what's real and what's not. But let's get on with it. The legends about the uh, uses of the underground tunnels beneath the buildings on LSU campus. Some say it's a, it's a, it's a secret military base as a CIA field office, too. And the others claim they are haunted by the Indian, the uh, Indian people who built the uh, monuments in the center of LSU's campus over 5,000 years ago. See, they got these big old mounds down there that they have not uh, moved or anything. Excuse me, moved or anything because they think they're barriers, you know, for they buried people. So that's always been pretty creepy. But them tunnels, they say, are some spooky shit. You know, I know a cousin who knew a guy, who knew a guy that was the janitor there, and he said it was some creepy shit doing maintenance work and stuff. So, But anyways, here's another story. The Ellenborough Road School in Cato Parish. There are various unconfirmed rumors about the former George Washington Carver High, an African-American school in Cato Parish. Reports of school of the school being in terrible disrepair always say children disappear there. Others say a janitor molested and abducted some students. Still others say the school is haunted. Hmm. So if you're ever around that area, Go check that abandoned high school out. The next story we got is the Devil Man of 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 the Devil Man of Allegors. The Devil Man was said to be the be roaming the streets of allergies and harassing couples who has said to have had long black horns and bright pink ears shaped like stars, the huge cartoonish eyes, while the uh, while he never killed anyone, uh, so they say. He is said to uh, induce, temperature, uh, induce temporary deaths. Many report having their lives flash before their eyes when they're meeting this guy. So if you're out around Allegers, watch out for the devil man, the devil man of Allegers. I've never heard about that one. I've heard about this one, though. The Wild Mouse Roller Coaster in Baton Rouge. Before there was a Dixie Landing, there was a fun, a fun fair park, an amusement park that included a roller coaster called the Wild Mouse. Legend has it that the roller coaster was shut down after someone was decapitated during one of the rides. Hmm. Yeah, I've always always heard that about that legend about that place. Uh, Let's see what we got here. The Rongoa, a.k.a. the Loop Guy. This famous half-man, half-wolf-man. Now, this one's a legend all around Louisiana. The wolf-man of Louisiana folklore stories is said to stalk the swamps or to wander the streets seeking human blood, especially the blood of those who have not been having, behaving apparently. So, basically, he likes to eat the good people. I guess their blood... I, I guess the blood's better because it's bad. Uh, where was I? Some even say that those acted by his ragguri... Okay. 
Some say being attacked by the ragul will eventually become one, especially if they tell others about their wounds. There are so countless folk tales involving the lapakul. Sorry, I had to, I had to answer that phone there. That was my daughter calling from college. But yeah, that's the old Louisiana version of the, uh, the, the, the werewolf. That's our version. Okay, the next story we got is the haunting of the Spanish moon bar. Before coming in a popular bar, this location was said to have a temporary mor- morgue during the great Mississippi flood of 1927. Now it's said that, the, that people can hear the ghost knocking at night. That's pretty creepy right there, because I wasn't around when a big old flood happened, but I remember my uh, I remember my grandpa talking about it. But yeah, he he uh, he got to see it. But that would make sense though if that's where they stored the bodies of them people, those souls are stuck down there. All right, we got our next story. Is the brain the brain eating ab aboa? In St. Bernard Parish Water Supply. I don't know about this one now. Stories were circling when it was reported that a four-year-old boy had died from a flesh-eating uh, Emma Boa in 2013. Turns out the stories were true. The Emma Boa something can cause a serious and often fatal brain infection that is able to enter the body through the nose. These embolas were found near the water supplies recently, again in St. Bernard uh, Parish. So, watch out, I guess, drinking the water down there. That's pretty messed up, see? That's why I don't like living in them big old cities like that there. All that bullshit all messed up. I hope you guys enjoyed the stories. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and head on out of here. But this has been Uncle Dickie. And go, LSU Tigers. I just want to say thank you, everybody who listening. Thank you, Brazil. Thank you, guys. Thank you, too, Germany. And uh, there's other places I'm probably missing. But uh, I just want to say thank you, guys, for listening to my cousin's podcast. And we are going to go. But this has been Uncle Dickie, baby. We got down, we got funky, we got mean all night long with some motherfucking Tucky Greens, baby. Let me tell you something. Saturday night, Stockade. I don't know what I'm rambling. But anyways, guys, but it, but, but it, anyways, guys, y'all guys be good, be weird. We will see you guys later. Bye. Well, I hope y'all liked Uncle Dickie. Sorry if the recording's a little low. I try to get him to turn his shit up and turn it up on my end. Sometimes it's a little low, and I'm very sorry about that. Well, guys, we're going to go over our college picks. Last week, we did shitty. I was the guy who did the best. <laughs> I had eight and four, and Ashley and Dickie had seven and five, but that's still shitty, eight and four. But there was a lot of upsets last week. Alabama it got. Was good though. Yeah, USC lost. Alabama lost. I mean, there was probably five teams that lost. <clears throat> well, we're gonna start ours. All right, Ash. We got Ohio State going up against uh, Iowa, and me and Dickie's got Ohio State for that one. Do you? I don't know. I against oh, Iowa. I, Iowa sucks. Okay, I'll go Ohio State. <laughs> I'll be honest, on some of the ones that I don't know 100% because I don't watch them enough, I asked Steven. And this one, Tennessee is playing Tennessee Martin, and they're playing a little bitty blind school. They're going to beat the dog piss Oh, yeah, out no, of them. I want Tennessee. Then we have Clemson going up against Syracuse. This should be a good Clemson. game, but I'm still going yep. with Clemson. One at a time. Then we have number 21, Cincinnati, going up against uh, SMU. Me and Dickie's got Cincinnati because SMU's pretty shitty this year. Is that who you got, Cincinnati? Yeah. Then... Okay. 
Who else we got? Okay, and now we uh, already said that one. Next page, dummy. You can only flip so much. Okay, then we have Texas going up against Oklahoma State. And me and Dickie's got Texas, and I know Ash does. Yeah, I do too. Then we have UCLA going up against Oregon. UCLA. Yeah, UCLA's doing pretty damn good this year. Now we have Ole Miss going up against LSU. Dickie's picking LSU. I'm, I'm picking Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Sorry, Dickie, but I don't think y'all can beat them. Ole Miss. Is that kind of like the old bitch? No. <laughs> then we have Mississippi State going up against Alabama, and I think Bama's going to bounce back. Dickie thinks Mississippi State's going to get them, but I don't think that. What do you say, Bama? Oh, yeah, 100%. Then we have Penn State going up against Minnesota. I think Penn, Penn State. State's going to take that one. Then we have South Carolina going up against A&M, and South Carolina's going to win that one. All right. I believe you. Then we have TCU going up TCU. against Kansas State. <laughs> I don't care yeah. they're going up against TCU. TCU. <laughs> And that's it for our top 25. TCU's kicking some Christian ass. <laughs> Texas is going to beat some Oklahoma State ass. Yeah, I just hate that that's the same weekend that my super big OSU fan mother-in-law is coming down. Because I yeah, love her to death. And she really loves her football team. So, like, either way, somebody's not going to yeah, be happy. Her, her <laughs> husband's uh, family think, yeah. is kind of split. It is. Half of them are Oklahoma OU fans, and the other half is Oklahoma State. Yes, but they're all visiting my house this weekend, and it's the OSU UT game. So no matter what, someone's going to be unhappy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh no. All right, y'all want me to read you some stories? Okay, now we've got some short stories. I don't know how many of these are true or what, but these are just some story that's been stories that have been passed down to Obviously you guys know that we don't tell anybody that everything that you hear on our podcast is just a hundred percent true. Yeah. We just like to this is just a podcast to get you away from your everyday. Yeah, just to get a break from reality, a break from life. Yeah, so I'm just telling you stories and most of the time just rattling off bullshit. God damn, we've already been on the air for 42 minutes. Well, we've gone on a couple tangents. Oh, yeah. About stuff. <laughs> it's just one of them days, guys. We want to just... All right. The architect's key. There once was a man named Edward who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in, but whenever they went into the basement where Edward's personal study had been, they would get the feeling that someone was watching them. One day, the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket, which every tailor in town had told him was beyond repair. So he went down to the old study, laid his jacket on a chair, and then tried to see if there was anything in the old desk that could help him mend it. But the drawers were all locked, and he couldn't find a key anywhere. The next morning, he came back down to find the key on the desk, all of the drawers open, and his jacket completely... Oh, and then, and then his jacket completely flew across the room. Very interesting. Into I'm gonna do little shots like this through the scene, through this, and then I can make a TikTok and put like five or six pics yeah, with it fine. instead of always doing a video. And see, that's another thing that's kicking my ass, guys. I'm trying to remember to keep that stuff updated, but I'm not a media guy that gets on there every day. But if I want my show to get bigger, I have to. Yeah. So I forget. I'm trying to do one every day. I'm gonna remember. Carry on. This next short story is called A Mother's Love. I wouldn't know what that is. And y'all uh, email or y'all slide in our DMs and let us know if y'all have heard about some of these. Yeah, these could be urban legends. I don't know. Some people actively go out looking for the ghost encounters, and every once in a while they find one. When Kevin was a teenager, he and his friends had heard about a dangerous turn on the nearby highway that had caused many accidents over the years. It was now haunted. The most well-known story was of a mother who took her own life after her son had crashed his car and died there. It was said around town that her ghost remained at the deadly turn to protect people from ending up like her deceased child. I have heard Kevin that one. Kevin and his friends decided to put that theory to the test. At night, Kevin drove his friends out to the highway. 
When the group of boys arrived at the turn, they pulled over. They'd brought a bag of flour with them and proceeded to sprinkle the white powder on the road, the grass, and the car. The idea was to get footprints to prove that the ghost was indeed real. The boys had hopped back in and begun to take the car around the turn. Kevin accelerated faster and faster, and then, thump. The car came to an abrupt halt, as if someone had slammed down on it with their own two hands. They immediately got out of the car and saw two woman-sized handprints in the white flower on the hood. That flower trick is too scary for me. I'll never do that. <coughs> I want to go to San Antonio and do that one, but I'm afraid to see the results. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't even do that in my own house. All right. The ghost in the hall... Four young women moved into an old New England apartment together. You know, the type with squeaky floorboards in a long, dark hallway. A month after they moved in, one of the roommates realized that her favorite stuffed teddy bear was missing. The others all said that they hadn't touched it or seen it. Weeks went by, and she almost forgot about her teddy when something strange happened. She opened the door to one of the closets they hardly ever used, and there on the top shelf sat her furry friend. All of her roommates swore they had no idea how it happened. Now, whenever the teddy bear goes missing for a few days, she knows exactly where to find it. That's just kind of a common ghost thing, I think. Yeah. A voice in the desert. Two young men in their 20s, Josh and Dan, went on a camping trip together in a desert in New Mexico. They didn't take much with them besides sleeping bags, food, and materials for a fire. After they cooked their dinner, they fell asleep as they gazed up into the starry night sky. The beauty and peace of the trip were short-lived, however, and in the early dark hours of the morning, Josh was startled awake by what sounded like Dan's voice, but frantic. The voice said, Come here, quick, look. Sleepy and confused, Josh got up to see what his friend was talking about. He heard again, Come here, quick, look. It sounded unnatural, a perfect repetition. Josh took a few steps forward, and then someone grabbed him from behind. He turned around to see Dan with his finger in front of his mouth, warning Josh to keep quiet. They rolled up their sleeping bags and left. They still don't know what or who was trying to lure Josh away into the desert. This is a skinwalker. They're uh, in a desert oh. setting. It's mimicking a human. That's right. This is a skinwalker story. This one could very well be real. Yeah, because they do say they'll mimic uh, a person's voice. Yeah. Somebody you know, and sometimes it's someone that you're there with, so you have time to be like, hey, don't listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's a skinwalker. No one my luck, they'd... Put someone's voice that I'm pissed off at at the so time. So you'd be like, oh, yeah. I'll come over there and kick your ass. And then I come over there and, ah. Yeah, that's creepy. I believe that one. Yeah. Echoes of the past. Echoes. A young bachelor at the beginning of his career became very successful very quickly, so he bought himself a house. One morning, he awoke to the sound of running water. He rushed to the bathroom and saw that the bathtub faucet was running on full blast. He was perturbed by this as he lived alone. A week later, it happened again, only this time it wasn't just one faucet, it was all of the faucets in the house. The young man called a repairman to fix the pipes and the water damage, but as it turned out, the pipes weren't broken. The repairman, a local, seemed visibly shaken, and the man asked him what's wrong. The woman who lived here before you, he said, she drowned in that bathtub. That's a good one, too, and faucets turning on by themselves is not a fun ghost encounter. I have... I have had that one happen to me. Um, I had never had house. any faucets turn on or anything. Oh, one time me and Lexi were in the kitchen in the old house, like having a conversation in front of the sink, and it legitly just turned on. Fuck that. And it was like... That house was so creepy. It house was haunted as fuck. I hope the new people are like, ah! <sighs> it's nice living in a house that's not haunted. At least so far. Yeah. <laughs> it's been since April. I feel like I would know. Yeah, you would have known something by now. And I figured it was being an old house. There'd be something there. But guess not. <clears throat> no one steals twice is the name of this next one. Oh, yeah? I stole three times. <laughs> Jen went to the same convenience store every day after school for a snack. Over time, she became good friends with the cashier, Lucy. Out of curiosity, one day, Jen asked Lucy how she would stop someone if they tried to steal from the store. Lucy replied, oh, no one ever steals anything from here twice. The store won't let them. Jen didn't know what that meant, but dropped the subject. The store won't let them? Yeah. When okay. she went back to the store at the start of the next <coughs> week, Jen walked <coughs> in to find Lucy talking to some cops. Apparently, a man stole from the store and drove off, 
but his brakes mysteriously failed and his car went soaring off a cliff. What the? the asked Lucy <laughs> if she knew what happened. No, she said. I was stalking the back room. I didn't even know he'd come in. No one ever steals twice. Damn. So, haunted convenience store. This next one is called When the Candle Burns. Three Great. Little girls, now I'm going to hate candles. <laughs> three little girls were having a sleepover one night when they decided to try to host a seance. One of the girls, Clara, recently lost her grandpa and wanted to see if she could commune with his spirit. The three girls gathered some candles and a few items that belonged to the late grandfather. His watch, his cigar case, and a photograph of him. The girls held hands and started the seance. Suddenly, the candles began to flicker and the hands on the watch began to spin. Clara was sure it was her grandpa. Elated, she began to talk to him and ask him questions when all of a sudden, the candles flew as if by some invisible force and almost hit her in the head. Grandpa would never do that, she said, shaking, and she was right. It wasn't her grandpa, and whoever it was clearly did not like being disturbed. See, that's another thing people don't realize when they try to go contact people. Yeah, you're not. It, it might not be that person you're wanting to talk to. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but the chances that you're actually talking to the person that you think you are is slim to none. Yeah. And, and even if they're not pretending to be your family members most of the time they're still pretending to be something that's a little bit more piece like appeasable to you yeah a small child an old woman um you know what i mean yeah like whenever we made that makeshift ouija board and the one that we were talking to was trying to say it was like a little boy or something yeah that was here i know i wish we wouldn't have done that but thank goodness nothing happened i think jackie's spirit <sighs> prevailed yeah there's too much good in my house yeah, but I still will never do that again. Yeah, I we had a lapse do. in judgment that night. We were yeah. all young and dumb <laughs> and a little drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, the curse of the eldest son. Anaya's parents came to the United States from Pakistan. Before they were married, Anaya's father was engaged to someone else. It was an arranged marriage, and the prospect made him unhappy, so he broke it off. The woman went off the deep end. There were rumors in the town that she had started using black magic. She even ran right up to him in the street. Some voodoo shit. Yeah, exactly. One day, screaming that she had put a curse on his eldest son so that he would die before he reached manhood. In fact, Anaya's older brother, the eldest son, died in a car crash on his 18th birthday. Wow. Kind of like that movie that Johnny Depp did. What was that where he's a vampire and that girl put a curse on him because he, he didn't love her? Oh, Dark Shadows. That yes. was good. The uninvited party guest. Hmm. One night, a group of adults were having a dinner party. There were six of them, and they had all just taken their seats when they heard an unexpected knock at the door. The woman hosting the dinner party opened the door to see who it could possibly be, but no one was there. Somebody must have realized that they had the wrong address, she explained to her guests, but when they all returned, when they all turned their attention back to the table, there was a seventh plate set. Was that there before, one of the men asked? I must have set an extra place by mistake, said the hostess. She took it back to the kitchen, but when she returned, another plate was there, this time with a glass next to it. The other guests had been talking amongst themselves and hadn't seen anything strange, but when they realized what had happened, they were shocked and didn't know what to do. That's fucked up. At this point, they figured the best strategy was to play along, so they filled the empty glass and plates so as not to upset their mysterious uninvited party guests. That's what I'd have done if it kept say, popping back if up. If it keeps coming back, I'm... I'd be like, you know what? This motherfucker's hungry. He wants a meal. So let's All right, just after feed hours. Him. It was nine o'clock. Time for the store to close. Valerie, Jenny, and Kelly were the only ones working. As they were cleaning up the store, a pile of shirts fell to the floor. None of the girls touched it. It's probably the ghost. Jenny said, "Very funny," said Kelly. No, really. No, for real. Valerie replied, <laughs> "He's a little boy. He likes to play." Kelly still didn't take them seriously, though she thought they were teasing her because she was younger. When she went into the back room to get her keys to go home, she saw a flash of a young boy in the mirror next to her. When she looked back, her keys had been placed on the floor. Ooh. I've had ones like that, too, that are just real mischievous. Yeah. The lonely Ferris wheel. Ooh. Great, now I hate Ferris The twice. carnival came to town every summer, and this year was no different. But Charlie had just started working there, so he didn't know what the rest of the workers knew about the Ferris wheel he was in charge of operating. The first night of the carnival was bustling with people, but as it came to a close, it was practically a ghost town. However, there was one boy who showed up at the last minute. One for the Ferris wheel, please. 
the boy said, giving Charlie a ticket. Charlie looked around. Where are your parents? He asked the little boy. The boy just took his seat and didn't answer. Unsure of what to do, he let the boy go on the ride, but when the ride was over, the boy was no longer in his seat. Charlie ran to his boss to tell him the story, and the boss just casually said, Oh, that's just Thomas. He handed Charlie a clipping from an old newspaper. It had the boy's picture in the headline, Boy Falls from Ferris Wheel, 8 Years Old. Wow. Cool. Pretty crazy, ma'am. All right. <clears throat> well, I hope you all enjoyed that. And, you know, we've got one more podcast to do, and it's fucking Halloween. I know. Fucking where does where does the goddamn time go? I don't know. And everybody wanted to have a Halloween party this year, but we literally only have next weekend. I wanted to have it this weekend, and my in laws are coming. Yeah. So now we only have next weekend. Yep. And I'm like, I don't even. I love Halloween, and I want to do shit every year, but I've yeah. had so much stuff going on this year. I like, know. I don't even feel like dressing up. It's kind of. It's kind of. Kind of. Thankful that we did went ahead and did the pumpkins first weekend. I know, me too. So, yeah, but I got something to cheer us up. We're going to go do our movie thing again, and today we're going to go start at 40... Yeah, because we're reaching the end. 43 to 22. All right. So, let's get this mother lover going. Oh, yeah, and I got to get my Googler ready. I have to Google some of these. All right. The first one. I know a lot of people have seen this one. The Hitchhiker. From 1985. It was pretty good. I did not see that one. It, it's pretty good. That's, that's another one your dad liked. I can take a pretty good guess on what it's about, though. The Hitchhiker. I think he's like one of these guys that... He's one of these, like... Where he can... He fights demons and shit, I believe. I seen it when I was a little loud. But our next one... I know, um, see, I haven't seen this one either. It's from the 60s, Black Sunday. I haven't either, but I really like those. But as we always discuss, unless I'm at work where I don't have any sound and I just watch them like in the background, Yeah. nobody ever has the old movies on anything anymore. And then our next one is The Devil's Backbone 2001. Now, see, I haven't what seen that, that one or heard of it, The Devil's Backbone. I haven't seen that or nothing. Hmm. Me neither. <coughs> then our next one is uh, Sessions 9. I haven't I, seen that one either. What the hell? I know. I thought that I was a true horror movie fan. Me too. And this one, that one came out in 2001. What, Max? You pretty boy. You're a cute doggy, but I know what you eat. It's just... People, they're asbestos removal workers, and they're working in an old asylum. Oh, that pretty much tells me shit everything. happens. Then we have Near Dark came out in 1987. I've never seen that one either. Now this one—I can't one, believe I've never seen any of these. Near yeah. Dark. Yeah, I Near have to Dark. Watch them. <laughs> this one I thought was funny. Peeping Tom. I've never seen that one either, and it's 1960. Yeah. I'm looking all these up because I haven't seen them. Now, the next one we have, I know you've seen this one. I've seen it a couple times. My dad loved it. The Near Birds. D Near Dark is about vampires. Peeping uh, Tom is about, you could guess it. Yeah. Uh, the Birds is an awesome movie. I watched yes. that one with my Mima all the 1963, time. 1963. That one was very, very good. Then we have uh, Auction, 1999. Wait, no, Addiction. I'm sorry. Oh, audition. Audition. I looked I'm it up too. Motherfucker. It's actually about a lady killer. Oh. Never seen that one either. Lady killer. Now see, I've never heard of this one. Video drone, nineteen eighty three. Hmm, me neither. Yeah. Never heard of oh, it. Oh, he it's just like a weird movie about how he makes a TV show about punishment and Oh. Torture. Uh. That's Early version creepy. of Hostel. Okay. Yeah. Then we have uh, Dawn of the uh, Dead. Da the original. 1978. Yes, that one's good. That was like one of the first zombie movies, I believe. And of course, <coughs> now Amen. I know. 
Now I know why I'm, people call me the devil's son. Damn because you. The Omen came out in 1976, the year I was born. Yeah, that's the original, and then they remade it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, All guys. Right. I kicked the cords. She kicked it I too I was trying high. to get comfortable. And then the next one we have is Let the One In. I've never heard of oh, that one let from the right 2000. One in, I believe. Oh, the right one in, yeah. yeah. That that's another vampire movie. Ah, it's kind of like the Let Me In oh, one that they made a couple yes. of years later about the kid, but she's not a kid in that one. Oh, okay. Then in 1982, the Poltergeist, the original man, that one scared the fuck I out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, gave me nightmares. Clarice. It didn't that didn't they say that whole thing was cursed? Like, didn't that little girl die? Yeah, that whole movie was effed up. They said and cursed. Then our next movie is Re Reanimator is yeah. one that I would like to see. H.P. Lovecraft is Lovecraft. <laughs> Lovecraft is a very uh, popular book writer. Ah, who writes like horror and like sad poetry? I don't know. It's weird. Anyways. Oh. It's a movie that's like half-assed based on one of his books, but it's from 85, and I've never seen it either because I can't find it on anything. Huh. Our next one is Ring You from 1998. That was the original ring. Yeah, that's the original ring. That The ring talk. that they made scared the shit out of me. Yeah, see, Japan's got a sick, twisted... I never watched Ring You, but I know the ring that we had... The ring in Ring 2 that came out here in the yeah. U.S. was based off of Ring off U, of her, yeah. and it scared me really bad. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. I just got the bubble guts, and yeah, Ugh. sorry about that. Y'all ever geez. seen that movie? <laughs> I hear it smells shitty. Our next one is Inside, and I've never heard of this one. I came looked out up in that one, too, because I've never heard of it. It's just about a pregnant chick Oh, that gets tortured on Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> wow. Uh, Record 2, I've never even heard of this one. came out in 2009. Um, I never watched those, but do you remember how uh, Paranormal Activity was recorded? Yeah. It was like movies like that. Oh, uh, okay. There was a one and a two. A one and a but two. But I never watched winner. them. <clears throat> then, here's a good movie, Freaks, from 1932. It has all the sideshow carnival people in there. I want to watch that one. It's fucking it's old. good. It's old black and white, and it's creepy as fuck. Because it, it really used the carnival, the sideshow freaks in the movie. Then we have... Pan it's Pan's Labyrinth. I didn't know Pan's that was considered Labyrinth. a horror film. Um, it's pretty trippy, and it's pretty really? good. Yeah, but I didn't know it was considered a horror film. It's really weird. Oh, uh, okay. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you would have to watch it. It's like, uh, do you kind of sort... Do you remember the one with David Bowie in it and all the gremlins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a more weirder version of that, but it also has to do with, like, Nazis and Auschwitz and shit. Oh, I don't wow. know. It's fucked up. Fucking lovely. But it always reminds <laughs> me of, of, I think it was The Labyrinth was the one with David Bowie in it. Oh, okay. Now, everyone's going to love this one. The Blair Witch Project, the first one. I love that's number 23. That movie scared the fuck out of everybody when it came out. I remember. It was, well, and it was before we had social media. Yeah, like I mean, we the had Google. the internet, but it wasn't as big as it was. And it wasn't it like was. it is now. So I remember for like weeks and weeks and weeks, we just talked about it at school. No, don't, yes. you, don't you know that shit's real? Don't yes. You know and then real? a couple years later when the internet was like really big, you go to the site and they're alive. I know. I was like, what the fuck? I was disappointed. <laughs> but they said they made so much movie uh, mu- money. money off that movie because they used a hand, uh, hand they, recorder. Yeah, they used nothing. And all the stuff that they did, they made themselves. Yeah. So there really wasn't nothing to... It was a great movie. Yes. It scared me. And then their last one, but it's a good one. Seven. What's in the 19... box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? It's fucked up, but that's what everybody always thinks of. Yes. What's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, come on. (laughs) No, that movie was fucked up. 
Oh, sorry. That movie was awful. Here like, we as go, far Max. as the people, the way the people had to die and shit. I got my dog up here recording, Max. He's a good dog. He just likes to eat poop. It's a common problem. Yeah, they gotta get their Amongst protein. The doggos. All right, buddy. I'm gonna let you down now. We're almost done. Yeah, I gotta skedaddle, bro. But that was it for today, and I hope you guys. I don't know, man. We've fucking been an hour already. <laughs> man, we could talk forever. The thing's going off. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> But yeah, but, I would even talk for longer, but I'm Yeah, gotta go we got to do stuff. stuff. But you guys remember, wherever you live, you have a voice. Don't let the motherfuckers uh, ban you from saying what you want. And I also would like to say, because there's other people listening in other countries, I don't live anywhere but here. I also fully understand that my bad is still way better than a lot of other people. Yeah, that's so true. So I don't want anyone to ever think that we're on this podcast with all these people all over the country. We're like, America's such a terrible place to live. I don't. I, I just wish that we could... Be more straighten stern. shit out. Yeah, I wish we could straighten shit out and be more stern, but I'm completely aware that I still have it a lot better. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, look at poor Ukraine, Russia invading in, and that's still going on. Is that ever gonna stop? Probably not. I mean, is it not gonna stop until he has full fucking control of Ukraine? I mean, Jesus. But, but I did just want to say that I don't ever want. Yeah. I don't ever want anyone to think listening from these other countries that I just. But you people in your other countries, tell a, uh, slide into my DMs. My email is uh, borderline Texas trash at yahoo.com, all lowercase. Why don't y'all tell us how y'all's uh, stuff runs? Okay? Y'all let us know how y'all's country runs because I don't know much about other countries. <coughs> and I like to be educated on it. I like different cultures and all that stuff. I like learning about other yeah, I just like places. Yeah, know about stuff. I feel like you never stop learning. Nah. That's true. But this is us signing off. This is Borderline Texas Trash. And I'm your good old friend, Uncle Boo. And I'm Ash Handy. And that's the duel that's going to fuck you up. Saturday night at Starcade, baby. Me and the Four Horsemen are going to take some ass and kick some names. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Y'all have a good weekend. Be safe out there. And, uh... Don't be drinking and driving. Just saying. But get fucked up if you want to. Just don't drive. But we'll see you later, guys. Be good and hook them horns, baby. Bye.